Hey there, welcome to the YouTube show. I'm Chris. As always, I have Craig and Joe with me. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you guys? Excellent, excellent for July 5th and all the uh, neighborhood fireworks keeping me up last night, you know? <laughs> yeah. Didn't get my beauty rest. Definitely. Well, well a couple notes. Um, you might hear a little air conditioning in the back. I had some laptop, trying to figure out the best laptop for it, and... Um, I think I think I sound a lot better on this laptop, but you might hear air conditioner. So apologies in advance. Hey, we do what we can. We're giving you a show. I mean, you should be saying you're welcome there. So just a note if you're being really picky about the audio. And I really, I think we need to touch on this has been a really horrible week in America for news, from mass shootings to uh, political strife to um, you know we cover stuff in Ohio. There's a police shooting in Ohio. Our thoughts are definitely in that camp, but, you know, the direction we're going here is, look, you, you know, support local journalism. There's a lot of great content you can read each day to keep up with the latest and that, but we need to turn our minds off a little bit, and, yeah, we podcast, we love doing it, we want to still podcast, but if we used to talk about this stuff all the time, and if we kept talking about it, my head would explode, so I'm I'm happy that we're Agreed. here <laughs> talking Absolutely. about something, yeah, something completely uh, silly. Uh, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, so the YouTube show, um, we kind of stayed in the housing, and I actually changed it up on you guys. Um, I, I was talking last week about watching this video in New York City of this bigger apartment where they use it for like ten different w ways, and they it was up and down. But you know, it was a busy day for me. I assume it was a busy day for you guys. So we went miniature, man. Um, very short video, six minute video from. Kirsten Dirksen. I've never heard of her before. Have you guys heard of her? Yeah. I had not. Mm -mm. Okay. She's apparently interested in like real estate stuff. Um, I've seen some videos of her in different countries, I guess. Um, I, I will start out to say the thing that blew me away about this video, and I'm not sure if it's blown me away in a good way or a bad way, she's not necessarily part of the video. Like, you know, I... I Throughout what we're doing here, I'm getting this idea of, man, what can I do to have this kick butt YouTube channel? I'm like, well, it's got to be about me. But you think of guys like Dame Drops, the goofball that, that gets in trouble in South America. You know, they're very personality driven. Uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Beast, there's a bunch of them oh, we've yeah. watched on here that are like totally, totally yeah. charismatic. You know, they're on camera. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, I hope I can be charismatic. I mean, I guess that's what we're trying to do when we have a podcast like this. But the interesting thing about her, and tell me what you guys think. I, I was trying to kind of, uh, you know, scratch my head about her. I think, like, you never heard her voice. I think the woman that was in the apartment with the guy being featured was her. But you didn't know that. And honestly, guys, we're journalists. I was kind of pumped by that because, in a way, she was creating journalism. Where, yeah, like, you think about, we write a story, our name's on the story. If we did a video where we're featured, that's on the story. But usually the story is just our writing. It's not a personality-driven thing as much. Right. She wasn't. So I, I'm not sure if she's a journalist by trade or whatever. I was kind of impressed by her. It was just doing journalism. I thought that was impressive. Yeah, I like this idea that um, she kind of lets the the people take it over and, and be the stars of the show. Um, and, you know, we're assuming that this woman is the, the person can't, you know, with the camera in the background that we see, but uh, 
I don't know. I like the idea that, you know, she's just kind of letting them tell their story and not getting in the way of that. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I like that transparency. It's like, you know, the best way for these people to relate their situation, circumstances, whatever, is to let them do it. You know, and granted, this is the only uh, video I've seen from her, but if they're like this, yeah, I kind of dig the format, you know? Well, and, and spoiler alert, I did subscribe. I have not watched ever videos of her so i i don't know but this was compelling enough for me to for me to subscribe to the channel i, I am curious I, I am looking forward to kind of looking at some of her other videos to see if she does the same now now watch she'll be like a mr beast clone or a dame drops clone and you know, like, hey i'm Kristen. but no i don't think i mean i was impressed um this guy that she featured intrigued me at multiple of different levels we never heard his name did you hear his name? Did I miss it? I, I you know, think he said what his name was. I don't know if his full name, but he might have said what his name was at the early beginning of, of everything. I think maybe we got just like, hi, I'm, uh, I'm this is, I'm Luke, or I mean, maybe we okay. got a first name, but, but I, I don't, I mean, I notes, could miss it, you know, yeah. the notes on the notes on the, uh, on the video provide his name, but I don't, I think you're right. I don't recall getting the the you know his full moniker from from the from the video so she tracks and she's done different videos uh the other one we watched was like a 400 square foot that they were repurposing but this is a very micro micro level um apartment 78 square feet which is wow i mean it was the video was interesting it why you switch it up on you guys was just the time was a little bit less but it kind of struck me. You talk. We talked about writing good headlines, man. Seventy-eight square feet. Like, dang, I gotta see that. <laughs> How the guy pull it off? It was interesting. Now, I guess if, like, say, I met you guys for the first time at work and we were introducing ourselves. You know, sometimes a manly thing to do is like, oh, I've got a huge house. Look at my house. It's like ten bedrooms and everything. Maybe he was embarrassed by the fact he seemed very sheepish during the video. Like he was lots of nervous laughter and everything else like that. I, I, like, was he embarrassed to show off his apartment? I, like, maybe I read him wrong, but it was kind of, he kind of, it kind of struck me as odd. Not in a bad way, but it just seemed to be like, maybe he thought it was a bigger deal to have a bigger apartment. He's like, oh, look, I only have a 78 foot apartment. Well, I think maybe, maybe not embarrassed by it, but just kind of like, trying to get you to understand like why he has chosen to sort of live this way like you know because right. i mean he i don't know if he's like an architecture or like a, a designer or something but he's got a good enough job that i would think that eight hundred dollars a month would not be his ceiling as an you know as a right. renter in even in, Ma in manhattan so i don't know i think it was more of him just trying to explain like, hey, you know, I'm probably not like you because I live in a 78-foot-square apartment, but I actually like it, and this is how I've kind of made it my own. And I, So I don't know if I would classify it as, like, he's embarrassed by it, but I, I think, you know, you probably have a lot of people give you those weird looks or type a comment on social media, and he probably knew this was going to be on YouTube, so he probably wanted to make sure people didn't think he was some weird guy that you know 
you know, had like some sort of a secret dark past or has like a, a weird <laughs> dark, dark present. So I, I think it was more of that. I don't, I don't think he was embarrassed by it because, you know, he, he mentioned he likes to live this way and he's kind of made it his own. And, you know, he, he certainly didn't have a lot of amenities that most people would have. And I don't know, it's kind of a unique story, you know, a unique story. I have, that's probably the smallest apartment that I've seen. And I've seen a lot of these YouTube and Twitter and TikTok videos that have shown like, this is what $1,400 will get you in the Upper right. East Side or whatever oh, yeah. it can be. So I think they it, it really was unique to see this apartment. I mean, he literally could, you know, put his legs up on the wall <laughs> yeah. on his couch, you know. No and, need for an ottoman, he said, yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of <laughs> unique. And, you know, I mean, for some people, I, I would imagine that they'd find it claustrophobic and for some people like him they probably say that's all i need and i don't know that i would be one of them but um you know i, I just i found it interesting that you know he's sort of made it his own and he's kind of uh you know he works from home but then he said when he's not working he's usually out and about which i can understand that being you know a new yorker that lives in a 78 square foot apartment you probably aren't going to sit at home and watch a lot of movies or or whatever, but uh, I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I'm curious to see, like, you know, because I always see these these videos, and I wonder. I already I already know the cost of living is high in New York, but like, in relation to what this guy makes, how much is he just banking right now, right? And and saving up for a purchase of a great house or a, a better apartment or whatever, because I would think he's making pretty good money being an architect or being in something to that level you know like he said he was designing houses and designing buildings that are way bigger than his apartment i would think he's making pretty good money in new york city right right i i've got to address that and, and craig i'm glad you brought it up because on my notes this was in the biggest lettering okay 20 years ago chris if we have been doing the same thing 20 years ago i would have just made fun of him because i like to make fun of people i have kind of relax and say hey if it works for you as long as you're not doing anything illegal or immoral hey fine live in that right. 20 foot square for a <laughs> Who can, just, you know, just go, stand up 24 7 i don't care <laughs> yeah go yeah go with god it's fine no worries the one thing that struck me though the fact okay it sounds very what do you call it stereotypical to say hey architect you better live in a humongous house with a big mansion I don't know, though. If I hired this guy to be an architect, would one of your questions be, okay, what does your house look like? Because if I if that was part of like my first interview with the architect I'm trying to hire to build my house or business or whatever I'm doing, if he's like, oh, I live in a 78 square foot apartment, would that be a strike against him? I, I, that <laughs> thought came to me when I was watching this. Well, I mean, I you know, maybe, except there's a big asterisk after this, and it is manhattan you know that's the thing you know um especially since this guy if he's working in manhattan in in architecture i don't know if he actually said he's an architect but he said he he's doing architecture stuff he was and, yeah. and then he showed house plans and whatnot so clearly yeah. he's he's at least touching blueprints and whatnot you know what i mean right. whatever he's doing he's far enough up the ladder that his opinion matters on stuff like that. Okay, fine. 
but I'm willing to bet that he works for some firm that does not have his name up top hmm. on the letterhead. So, you know, again, point one, the uh, Manhattan asterisk. Oh, you live in Manhattan. It's probably yeah. a shoebox. And he could say, mm, yeah, maybe. Um, but oh, okay. uh, also, I bet that a lot of his clients don't know him. They know the firm that he works for. Right, right. But they don't know which architect at, okay. you know, at, uh, you know, Archer, Bailey, and, and Cantrell, or whatever architects, you know, uh, is doing the work. But but if we were talking about an architect who lived in Wichita, Kansas, or you know Mobile, Alabama, or Scottsdale, Arizona, yeah, you're probably going to expect that dude to live in a bigger house, right? I would think. I mean, so, more so space you, and whatnot. You know. So you're saying it's almost like you make that sacrifice to have the hey, I live in Manhattan, because that carries yeah. more weight. I mean, it's like, would you rather be the publisher of the Bucyrus Telegraph form, or would you rather be the obit clerk or whatever the smallest role is at the New York Times, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, does it sound better to say, hey, I work at the New York Times, and then, (laughs) sorry, I feel bad making fun of the Bucyrus form, because that's one of the papers we work for, but you know what I'm saying, it's different sized papers. Oh, Uh, there's absolutely nobody working at the Telegraph form who would not get your reference there. Right. Clear. I mean, we yeah. If you're in this field, if you've worked in papers or yes. journalism, digital journalism for any time at all, you you definitely know the difference. And you know, I I remember you know, and, and you guys too. You remember seeing salary scales for reporters or copy editors or designers or whatever, and you see it listed on a website, and you go, "Hey, I'm one of those things, and my salary's not in that scale. <laughs> it's below that scale. Hey." Well, and, and I, I think to answer your question, I mean, obviously it just depends on what size paper you work at. You, right, you know, right. to use my weak example, you know, report at the, besides the Telegraph Forum, makes different than the Oba Clerk at New York Times. But the thing that scares me, although someday it'd be fun to work for New York Times, okay, my fear is if I made 70,000, 80,000 New York Times, is that like making 20,000, 30,000 a real small paper? Right. Because right. of standard living, which, yeah. which always. And, Man, yeah. and, and you know what? Not it's not just the papers. You know, you could say the same thing. Would you rather be the biggest attorney in Bucyrus or a, a mediocre attorney in Manhattan? Right. You know which one's going to be making more money. There's 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 no doubt. It's you know it's it's where the people are. It's where the money is, and that's why people pay to have. That's why people pay to downsize from a, I think, a 96 square foot apartment, which is what this yes. new guy had beforehand, <laughs> to a 78. Dude's been, he's been there, and he yes. chose to get a smaller place. Yeah, I yes. mean, there's, there's got to be, you know, what? I think, I think you're right, Craig. He's like, he's like stacking cash for his, you know, his eventual mad genius lair or something. I, <laughs> no, no doubt. I mean, one thing go, that I way to go, Luke, man. Yeah. If you can do it, do it. <laughs> One thing I thought that was weird, though, was, you know, he works from home. Right. So, like, let's, I, I mean, maybe he has to be in New York City, but I know a lot of people that are doing the all live in New Jersey and either commute or work from home for a New York job. So you're saving on. So I wonder if right. it's either that he has no choice or that he just loves the the big city. This is where I want to live Oh. And I could live in a, a three times as big of apartment for just about almost about the same amount of rate. That's a as good we did point. in New York. 
That's a good point. But he did, didn't he say that like he made? Didn't he make a reference to like? But I'm I'm like walking distance to my favorite spots or something like that. Yeah, he goes or out some with of my friends. favorite spots. Yeah, you know, like he that. goes yeah. out with his friends and stuff. So it makes sense. I mean, I'm not saying like, right. you know, you're an idiot. Why would you just like? But you know, because he likes this this lifestyle too, which is you know, right. he doesn't need a you know a kitchen because he just eats you know veggies. See, I, and I, I gotta, gotta we couldn't do that. You know, we're we're meat right. eaters here. But, uh, you know, for him, it, it works, and that's kind of cool. I mean, uh, you know, you kind of admire the the lack of clutter and stuff that, you know, we all probably have and could throw away 20% of the stuff we have in our house. And, you know, he doesn't have to worry about that because everything he has kind of serves a purpose, and it's, it's, a necess- it's more of a necessity as opposed to, well, I want this big TV or I want this you know, extra stuff that I can buy because I can afford it. You know, he's maybe saving up for the long run. I would hope he's making, you know, good money and, you know, he's, he lives a very modest lifestyle, which you can appreciate. Think about this too. And check the, this was filmed in 2011. So different time okay. than right. today, but just think about this. Okay. I get what he's saying. It depends on how you want to live your life. You know, some people like hanging out home. I mean, I got two special needs kids. We're home 90% of the time because of that, which is fine. That's that's how we chose to live our life. If, we want, if you want to be like this guy, it's how you chose to live your life. But think about when COVID happened. Um, Craig, I think you were on that call. We talked to that Seinfeld guy. Maybe you were on that call. I thought you were. No. Okay. Well, I interviewed a Seinfeld guy who wrote an article about the best Seinfeld episodes of all time. He was in New York, and we actually interviewed him shortly after COVID started. And if you remember, um, COVID was slamming New York City. That was kind of like one of the first places that it was kind of going crazy at. The guy was stuck in his house. And we kind of, as a courtesy, just said, hey, how's life? And he's like, I want to change the subject. I'm miserable. Well, he seemed to be in a regular size apartment. Maybe... 600 feet. Like, looking behind him, you can see there was stuff behind him. Right. man. And who knows what, where this guy's at now. I mean, he could be dead. He could be living in a mansion. Who knows? Can you imagine if you're living in a 78 square foot apartment during COVID and you're stuck in your house? I mean, I understand. Right. Be Oof. nice. Wear a mask. Stay at home. But, man, you'd be kind of going crazy if you're sitting at home for three months. You know I mean? Wow. That'd be nuts. Yeah, yeah, that was that was um, the com- the comparison I kept making because I I knew that it was from 2011, but I kept checking because I'm mm-hmm. like, is this it, it really okay? It was our thing because I was like, dude, poor Luke. Yeah, <laughs> imagine lockdown in '78, you know, and then you've got to share a bathroom with three other yeah. apartments that are the same okay. size. Oh my goodness! If you can you imagine going through COVID with that? It, Somebody's got COVID in one of the other apartments. Does that mean that you're you're under quarantine protocol too? I mean, oh, okay, and that's my big concern. I can't live in a seventy-eight square foot. I mean, I'm thinking probably six hundred might be the least I could live in. Say if my went to New York for some reason. I will say if it's 2011 and we weren't thinking COVID, or if it's right in the middle of COVID, or even now when COVID has seemed to ease a little bit, but we're so concerned. I am not sharing a bathroom. I'm 47 years old. I am not sharing a bathroom with other families. Like, to me, 
you know, I'll live in a 50 square foot apartment. Just put a toilet and a shower in that 50 square feet. I'm happy. Right. Now, now, granted, he just opened the door. He went and got it. It was like he had to walk down the hall, you know, to take showers or whatever. But still, I mean, ooh, that's kind of weird. I I had my smallest apartment ever. The last apartment I had in college, it was um, the only co- the only apartment I had completely by myself in college. No roommate. The reason it was no roommate because it was 450 square feet. Yeah. I mean, it was it was like not much. You know, it was like maybe toward the the my part of the building was like 20 some feet by 22 something something like that. Like it had a kitchenette and it had a tiny tiny bedroom. The living room was the biggest portion of the of the apartment. And it was, you know, I had that for like the spring semester, I guess. Yeah, it was the spring semester. Um, so weather was getting warmer. I managed to get out more when I was just about to start getting stir crazy. But there's, I mean, that was too small. You know what I mean? I, I, I started seeing it. Somewhere. I bet when I was younger, I could hack. Nope. No, by the end of the video, I'm like, there's no way. And I appreciated all his clever, like, here's where I store these things and, like, multi-purpose. He opened up the bottom of his couch bed bottom thing there and showed, like, tools and stains and paint and stuff. I'm like, wow, way to go, man. Still couldn't do it. <laughs> no way. He, he definitely seems to be an architect, you know, because yeah. he, yeah. he built the door, you know, for his little cabinet that he had, and he right. built his bed. To, to swing down, a, you know, to take the place of his... Yeah, all nice stuff, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was funny that he also, you know, you would think that with a, an apartment like that, that you'd never have any guests or you wouldn't even want guests over. He actually had cousins that would stay over and friends that would stay Two over. Two of them at one time, he said. Yeah, and he would just sleep on the floor on the cushions of the couch. I just, I thought that was kind of funny that, uh, you know, he still made the most of it despite the lack of size. Right. Well, it, I don't know where his romantic interest lies. Whatever. Go with God. I'm not going to argue about that. But if he had brought somebody on for a, uh, like a romantic evening, where do you sit? I mean, you got a couch and everything, but man, yeah. there's not much room to... You I mean, if you're... Bed, that's what he needs, right? I mean, that's... Yeah. You know, I mean... In a bathroom across the hall. In a yeah. bathroom across yeah. the hall, you gotta go. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. open the door and it's... Yeah. That's it. You know that's what, what you got. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so you open the door, you know. But not for you know, he, he got lucky that the bathroom was right across the hall. He didn't have to walk oh, down the hall or True. He's or maybe he's not lucky after, you know, someone uses it. Who knows? <laughs> well and and just think that's his running water too. Yeah, that's, that's I, right. Yeah, because like he was trying to get wire for like tea and he's getting that wire. Can you imagine getting that wire if someone farted and I've done that. I've destroyed bathrooms before. That's where he brushes his teeth too. So, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. That's rough. And two, okay, the morning, a lot of people take their showers in the morning. That's what I was wondering, Chris. Yeah. How, what, do they have a rotation? Have they figured well, it out? Like you stagger he works, it? He works from home, so he can right. probably, you know, I mean, he can probably do his own schedule. And... Well, that's another good point, Craig. I'm willing to bet the people who have those, like, 78, 96-square-foot apartments probably either work from home or work odd schedules, bartenders at night, something so that they have access to like a share. Cause th- how else could you do? There's no way that somebody working a nine to five could would yeah. risk like, 
oh, so-and-so's in there, and, you know, they oh, had yeah. they had a bad takeout last night, so I don't get to take a shower before I go to the office, right? I mean, Well, well not, to, not to be weird, but if I sleep in late, hey, sometimes I take my break to take a shower because, like, I don't want to wait until 5 o'clock when I'm done working to finally take a shower for the day. But it's nice when you don't have to. I'm mean, just saying, Joe, we go to the office, we would have to you know, schedule in the hour for showering, eating, right. whatever. Right, I'm in my office. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Same is here. It. <laughs> Same here. One other thing, and to be honest, probably not relevant to him back in 2011, but he kind of chuckled. He said, hey, don't need that many office clothes, which is true. Yeah. I will say, now, Joe and I, we're, we work from home all the time, so this would more pertain to Joe, but Craig, obviously, you're, you're in meetings as well like if you're working from home do you have any thoughts on what you wear while working because sometimes we have to be on these conference calls of video i i will say most of the time i'm in a polo shirt like this it was funny because like on saturdays i'm like screw it i'm gonna start wearing t-shirts well, last Saturday was a crazy day. We had a <laughs> awful... I didn't even think about that for the Saturday yeah. crew, but you're right. Yeah. yeah. There were people, like, or me, there were calls, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm wearing my... It wasn't a ratty steel shirt, but, you know, it's something that you probably won't wear in the office. And before I think about it, you know, you know, USA Today has a call, and you need to represent our, our Ohio department. And... Everyone was on video, so first of all, I was off, so I'm like, eh, I guess I need to go video, and then, you know, a guy I worked with on Saturday was like, hey, you should talk on the call, so I'm, like, talking on steel <laughs> with my steelers shirt on, and thankfully, um, I think I was talking to managing her afterwards, she didn't, she seemed happy with what I said, so I don't think the steelers shirt was a an objection, but, yeah, I mean, but have you sensed that where, it's not like we have to wear ties or suits or anything, but in some ways, what you wear kind of matters, right? Oh, yeah. I, th I think to a degree. Um, at least, um, like, I, I I wear a lot of T-shirts, but I don't wear... There's a, there's like a... a there are, there are, there's a structure to my, my T-shirt hierarchy. And, you know, maybe uh, I... Maybe this is, is TMI about it, but, like, there's a, there's a drawer with shirts that are suitable for public consumption. And then there's a drawer with shirts that are used for painting and mowing the yard. And that one that I had at college 20, 30 years ago, whatever that, that I've, I just can't get rid of, you know what I mean? But well, like the work, the work shirts are all presentable and, and, you know, or layered with a polo or whatever, as you say. Yeah. I, I think it, I think it counts, especially, Hey, look, if they want us to be on camera, we, we have the, they're letting us work from home. I can jump on camera and, and chit the chat if I need to and, and be, you know, presentable maybe as, I don't know if I'm always as dashing as this, you know, but. Uh. <laughs> well, too, I'll put it this way. I don't want to be too weird, but it's a 27th minute. If you've gotten this far, you're welcome, America, for hearing <laughs> Thanks. <this. laughs> I'm, I always wear pants to work. But there have been times where if I'm in a business meeting where, like, I may wear a suit jacket and a white shirt above, but down low I'm in boxers or shorts. My wife makes fun of me, but I'm like, no one can see down there. You know, it's what you see up here is important. <laughs> right. I and am wearing clothes. Stay seated but... for the whole call. And yes. You're good. <laughs> yes. 
Don't be standing up. Oh, I forgot that thing. Let me yes. go get those papers. Yeah. <laughs> I've been very careful about that. That's Absolutely. I am with you, sir. All right. Well, we have a lot to do tonight, so we need to close up shop pretty soon. Got an idea. I'm been guilty of this a million times where we get to this time, I'm like, I have nothing to share for a YouTube video. So I have a suggestion to make for you guys. And send me some ideas during the week so we can kind of make a schedule so we're not kind of caught with our pants now, which is kind of appropriate <laughs> compared to what I just said. Um, I don't want to always go back to old school people, but I had a lot of fun with our Dame Drops show. If I recall right, uh, he went to Burger King and he gave us a review of Burger King and we took some fault with that. I want to go back because I've seen some Dame Drops and my favorite Dame Drops is he'll go to um, fast food restaurants three times a day for 24 hours. He orders exactly what the car in front of him orders. And he reviews it. It's some funny stuff. Because <laughs> he yells at the cars up front. Like, he gets all excited if they have a big car. And they, he sees some kids in the back. He's like, oh, you're about ready to get busy with this order. Hopefully you order a lot. And there was one order where the lady only ordered water. She was probably, like, a little thirsty or whatever. He gave her a look, like, like that and it just it's great <laughs> so i want to pick one out if you don't mind let's watch it next week but by all means send me ideas um my fault i'm busy that we'll just leave it at that um couple well a couple really quick promos craig i didn't tell you about this this came at the last second um we got invited to speak with a nathan's hot dog eating contest uh competitor Wow. Um, so <laughs> it wasn't Joey Chestnut, I'll put it like that. But okay. it was actually an Ohio guy, Derek Rogers. He's okay. from the Dayton area. Um, uh, Joe, I was excited because if he wasn't from the Dayton area, I may have wrote about but I'm not sure if our papers really wanted a Dayton guy. Right. Since we don't right. really you know, officially cover Dayton. But he's an interesting guy. I'll tell you, competitive eating, it was fascinating. He's a very tall lanky guy. You think of competitive years being really huge, but we found with the, um, uh, what was her name? Christina eats kilos. You know, right. She's kind of a small girl. He's kind of a, he's not a big guy at all. He, and I was like, how do you do this? And he was talking about how he, um, what was it? When he eats a lot, it's, he eats healthy, very healthy every other day. So the and he 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 talks about what he does as an athlete. It's very strange because the most hot dogs he's ever ate was thirty. Joey Chestnut won on Monday with six to three, and that was kind of a lower number for him. Wow, yeah. So, so it was kind of crazy, and he was honest. I'm like, all right, any chance you're gonna win? He's like, no. Joey Chestnut does so much better than we ever do, which is crazy thinking about because this is like the top national competition. But he's been there five or six years. Check it out. It was fun. Um, his audio went out halfway through, so the audio kind of stunk halfway through, but it was good. I enjoyed talking to him. Um, Craig, I think you were on hold on some of the stuff you're doing, so we'll promo that later, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Fa fantastic. And Cash App. Um, download the Cash App app. All you got to do is click on the link. You'll get five bucks. It helps the show out, too. So download Cash App. Anything else you guys want to share? Any shout-outs or promos or um, I will say I will say um, I, I do have to uh, correct you there, correct the record oh. from earlier in the show. Um, 
you're not fooling anybody. We recognize crypto mining fans if, if we've ever heard them. That's not the air conditioner in the background. You're just working on your Bitcoin fortune, aren't you? <laughs> yes, yes. That's what that is. I, I, I will knew say, it. I will say I bought $20 of crypto or, or Bitcoin um, when I first got the Cash App. But you could buy Bitcoin on your Cash App. Yeah, Bitcoin's not doing well now. I sold out with like six bucks. So Ooh. lots of fantastic features in the Cash App. You can actually do stocks even for like a buck. You can like, you know, do a buck in Coke or Gannett or whatever. But don't do any Bitcoin because I lost 14 out of 20 bucks. So it wasn't too smart. So, all right. Well, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it for Joe and Craig. This is Chris. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for checking us out. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope to learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.